Napa know-how. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards, and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. You are locked on Pelican, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans, and NBA as a whole. Available on iTunes, on an audio boom, wherever you get your podcast, Locked On Pelicans is there. I'm your host, Jake Madison, at NolaJake on Twitter. And don't forget to follow the Locked On Pelicans on social media. It's at Locked On Pels on Twitter. Like it on Facebook. Uh, just search Locked On Pels and you'll be able to find it. So it's another crazy day in the NBA, and we've had no shortage of those this offseason. So more things change, the more they stay the same, I guess, here in the NBA and around the association with all the different players being moved. And the biggest one that happened yesterday, I'm sure you all know it by now, and that is Chris Paul on his way to Houston. I'm going to talk about that on the beginning part of the podcast. What it means for the Pels doesn't really mean anything. I don't think this is as big of a deal as people kind of are making it out to be. It's a big name being moved, certainly, but I don't necessarily think this move in and of itself really impacts the Pelicans whatsoever, though some of the ripple effects certainly may. I'm going to talk about that in the first half of the podcast here. Then in the second half, I'm I'm actually really excited to bring on uh, my buddy Chris True, comedian, writer uh, for BourbonStreetShots.com. You've seen him also on Pelicans.com, and he's also the head of the New Movement Theater here in New Orleans and Austin. We're going to have some fun. The Pels uh, ha- Twitter handle account was tweeting with me the other day where we were making jokes about emojis and things, and they said, coming soon or coming tomorrow or whatever it was, you know, on Locked on Pelicans, the, what do the eyeballs emojis mean? And, well, I don't think they thought I would do a podcast about emojis, but I've got Chris True with me, and we are going to be talking emojis and free agency and what emojis you would pick for certain moves potentially that could happen to the Pelicans. So it should be a lot of fun. So first half, we're talking Chris Paul. Second half, we're talking with Chris True. It's going to be a very fun edition of Locked On Pelicans as we get ready for Friday's episode covering everything you need to know about free agency. Today's Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by SeatGeek. You guys have heard me mention them before, and the reason I keep doing it is because I really do believe in what they provide and the services they have out there, and that's getting tickets and good tickets for a cheap price. SeatGeek is a ticket aggregator. They're going to take tickets from different places on the web and put them in one page for you, so you see all the tickets out there, and then they're going to show you the best price. Tickets might be listed in different places, same thing with like airline seats. You know, It might be one price at one place and another at another. And you don't want to have to deal with searching around for all of that. SeatGeek's going to save you the time from doing that and just put them all there for you. And then rate the ticket so you know what a good value is and you can make the right price. 
purchase for what you need. Um, SeatGeek is also running a promo here for Locked On Pelicans listeners. When you download the SeatGeek app today, go get it from the Google Store or the iTunes Store right now. Download the SeatGeek app. Go to settings, enter promo code, and put in LO Pelicans, as in Locked On Pelicans. LO Pelicans, you're going to get a $20 rebate for making a purchase you are going to make anyway. They have concerts and everything you could possibly want in there, so there's always a reason to check out the app and see what's going on around you, and especially as we gear up for the next NBA season, and you know, NFL season is just around the corner. So download the SeatGeek app today, put in the promo code LO Pelicans, and get in on the action that you want to see. All right, so the big news of the day on, well, yesterday is obviously going to be Chris Paul moving from the Los Angeles Clippers to the Houston Rockets. He's opting into the final year of his deal, that player option, I believe, uh, and is being sent out for basically the, the important names you need to know. It's Patrick Beverly, the point guard, Lou Williams, the shooting guard, their bench scorer, who was also a nominee for six man of the year. And I believe won it um, the year before, maybe I can't remember Sam Decker, a young guy over there, Montrez Harrell, um, a big man for them, along with a bunch of unguaranteed contracts to make the salaries work. And a 2018 first round pick that has top three protection on it. Not like that's going to really matter. Cause I can't imagine where a situation now where the rockets would fall into the top three. Couldn't imagine it before that, but Hey, even less so now, so this is an odd move, to be honest. I don't necessarily like the fit for the La- uh, for the Lakers. I don't necessarily like the fit for the Rockets. Um, pace-wise, Chris Paul doesn't really fit in with what they're trying to do. He's more of a slow-paced point guard who likes to walk up the ball. Doesn't mean they can't, once they get in their sets, they won't necessarily play fast, but getting in transition and everything isn't exactly what he's known for. So that's a bit of an odd fit. James Harden, who finished runner up in the MVP voting, also, you know, um, was so good, partially because he played point guard for them more or less and just was paired in the backcourt with Beverly as an off ball guard. But he was ball dominant. He had the ball in his hands. He got out there, and that's allow, you know what allowed him to be so successful. A guy like Eric Gordon to get all those open three-pointers. Same thing for Ryan Anderson and Lou Williams. It was largely due to the ball being in the hands of Harden. So I don't necessarily think this is a great fit for him. I think it's worth noting that in the playoffs you saw at the end of games, Harden was willing to kind of work off ball and wanted the ball in other players' hands. So maybe this factors into that as well. He'd like someone to be there to be a finisher with him in close games and crunch time so that's one of the reasons why I could see this move being made but again also anytime you have the chance to trade for Chris Paul you do it I think the Clippers were a little wary of you know potentially 45 million dollars going to a 37 year old Chris Paul if they gave him a five-year max deal of about 205 million I think they kind of like their return frankly if they don't lose Blake Griffin and don't blow anything up Adding the P, you know, all of a sudden Patrick Beverly switches out for Chris Paul in your starting lineup. That's okay. Uh, it's still not as good, uh, but you can still let Blake Griffin kind of be point forward. He's a pretty good creator, not, you know, as good as Chris Paul, obviously, but he still has some talent in being able to distribute the ball and getting the ball to the other big in DeAndre Jordan and to kicking it out to open shooters. They managed to re-sign J.J. Redick and everyone else. That team can still score. They're still fighting for the playoffs, not necessarily as a top four seed anymore, almost certainly not, but they're still going to be in there. They're top eight for sure in the Western Conference, and it just still makes things a little bit tougher for the Pelicans. But overall, this doesn't impact them very much. The Rockets were still a better team. The Clippers were still a better team. Now they just need to wait and see, do the Clippers blow everything up? That's the biggest question. If Blake leaves, 
there's no point in keeping that roster together. You may as well move as many of those guys as you can to try and bring in first-round picks. And that's where the Pelicans should be ready to pounce. That's going to be the biggest thing for me. I'd love to see Patrick Beverly in the backcourt next to Drew Holiday. I think that would be a wonderful, wonderful situation. A very good uh, defensive backcourt pairing. There's enough shooting there. Um, and it still works with, you know, letting Boogie be point forward center Boogie and kind of distributing the ball around and being the focal point of the offense. And you can let those guys work off the ball and be open shooters and catch and shoot situations. I think that's an ideal trade target. I'd give up a first-round pick for Patrick Beverly. His contract still is very good, um, and I think he'd be a good fit here. So the Pels should be ready to pounce should the Clippers decide to blow things up, but we might not necessarily know what's going to happen till we see the f- uh, future and fate of Blake Griffin decided. But all of a sudden, if they do blow it up, the Pels could improve if they manage to get one of those guys. And also, you see another Western Conference team dropping down in the standings, which only doubly at that point then improved improves uh, for you know the chances of the playoffs for your New Orleans Pelicans. But overall, right now, doesn't change much. I don't know if this necessarily elevates uh, the Rockets to above where they their ceiling was before, which as you guys know on this podcast, I was pretty high on this team and liked their makeup a lot. I don't think it changes much for them. They're kind of still in the same situation they are. But you got to give them credit for not, you know, shirking away from this challenge that the Warriors have thrown out there rather than just being like, screw it, we're never going to win. They're trying to make moves to see what they can do. I really do like seeing that uh, from franchises, and hopefully that's going to be the way that most teams approach this current NBA situation because certainly we're not done with all the fireworks and like half the league being traded by the time this next regular season starts. Now for some fun, and if anyone remembers last offseason, it was Isaiah Thomas who kind of started all of this and everything that went crazy from it, where he tweeted an eye, just the, the eye emojis, the two little eyes like kind of looking around at stuff. I don't, I don't know the best way to describe it, I guess, other than that, and I'm not a big emoji guy. And then a short bit later, it was announced that the Celtics signed Al Horford. And then in February of this year, right closer to the trade deadline with everything, uh, he tweeted out a little hourglass and then two eye emojis. And one of their team executives got like 20 texts and calls being like, when's the trade happening and what's the deal? And it set off this whole flurry of activity. And maybe, maybe it was just Isaiah Thomas messing around with people. But emojis on Twitter can cause big reactions and, uh, you know, news when something comes out. That's the first thing people want to do, whether it's the little fire guys, the ice now, or whatever it is. And I can't think of no one better than my next guest to help me have some fun with emojis, Twitter, and Pelicans free agent news. And joining me now on Locked on Pelicans, I've got Chris True, writer for BourbonTreeShots.com, also contributes to the Pelicans website, Pelicans.com, and the head of the New Movement Theater here in New Orleans and Austin. Uh, Chris, how are you doing today? I'm so excited. I'm happy to be back. Locked on Pels. I've been locked on Pels every day since, since as long as I can remember. So it's, it's only fitting that I'm locked on Pels while on Locked on Pels. That's good. You got like all sorts of meta there with it all. So I like it. Thank you for listening. This is why I do this. Um, so I'm excited to yeah. have you on because the NBA is pretty much going through like an insane period of time. And it always leads to fun emojis on Twitter that sets everybody off. And I can think of no one better to bring on to help us with our emoji game. And I never use these things. So I'm going to take some tips from you here. So we're going to play a game, and it's what's your – I don't know. You can probably think of a better title than me here. But I'm going to give you a headline or a scenario, and you tell me what emoji should be used, 
with this or what emoji you think will be used or however your your mind goes with it. Sound good? Hey, I feel like I'm the man for the job. I feel equal parts um, excited, flattered, and nervous, and I'm ready to do this thing. Let's, let's do it. Ah, you sound like you just got, you know, like the like third overall pick in the NBA draft here. <laughs> All right. It feels like it, man. I know. <laughs> it's, well, this is the effect I have on people, I guess. I don't know. Um, all right, so the first question or first theory is, what's the emoji you're using or feeling or want to tweet out when you see Chris Paul was traded to the Rockets? Oh, man. Okay, so so part of me wants to do the, the peace sign, like the, like, thank you for your time, deuces. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do, like, the peace sign, thank you for your time, because I feel like, in a way, it is – it is a way for a New Orleans basketball fan to deal with Chris Paul just not just not being in a New Orleans jersey anymore. We're used to him playing for the Clippers, but for a long time, his presence on the Clippers still kind of stung a little bit. And now him being with the Rockets, he's moving closer to New Orleans, but he's also in, in the uh, starting a super team type of feel. And I think it's kind of officially just, I think I think that I think that he's now a former Clipper more than he's a former New Orleans basketball player. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think there's like double meaning to this. So it's like peace, like eh, whatever, go away, like have fun in Houston, but also peace, like acceptance for Pelicans fans. Yeah, it's closure. It's closure. You know. So it's, yeah, it's you know peace sign. Thank you for your time. I, I think that's like a good way to look about it. All right, moving on as we get closer towards free agencies, a ton of names are going to be coming up. So you see Wojnarowski of Yahoo, ESPN, wherever he is right now, tweeting out that the Pelicans are having a meeting with Patty Mills of the Spurs. What's your emoji, Chris? Oh man, Patty Mills. Uh, that I'm, I'm. I think I'm tweeting out a a, a donut emoji, maybe a a cookie emoji, because I I'm I, I feel like this is a treat. I. I I am intrigued by by Patty Mills. I think that it's a surprise to me a little bit. Um, you know, it's as if someone at a table near me. I just had a I had a lovely meal. I had a lovely meal of Demarcus Cousins. You know, a nice a nice full entree. And then someone says, "Hey, we're sending over uh, we're sending over a little bonus cookie for you." And that's Patty Mills. I'm 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 into Patty Mills, Jake Madison. How about you? Uh, I'd definitely be into Patty Mills, especially as a holiday replacement. He's a good shooter. That's the most important thing I'm looking for in a point guard right now. Less of a passer and more of a shooter. So keeping in with the point guard theme, you find out through, I don't know, let's say Mark Spears this time, that the Pels are trading Omer Oshik and a first-round pick to clear cap space. Ooh. So wait. I gotta ask real quick. Is that is that true? I haven't heard that yet. No, I have. I'm making these all up as I go here. Okay, okay, okay. Shoo! I was about to say, wait a minute. Are you breaking news to me right now? Because I want to do a, a you know, then I want to do a million starburst emojis. Um, <laughs> this all right, is just I, hypothetical. If, yeah, if I hear that, if I hear that, uh, I'm actually taking the umbrella, the umbrella out with the raindrops coming on top of the umbrella because I think people are going to be you got to prepare for the takes on this one because we're sending Omer Ashik out. I think a lot of people 
a lot of people are going to be excited about that. A lot of people are going to uh, have a lot to say about, about, uh, about him. But I think a lot of people also will have a lot to say about trading a first-round pick. So I'm taking the umbrella out, and I'm weathering the storm from people contradicting themselves on social media. Oh, that was really good. I like that one. Okay, so keeping in mind what I just said, so it's Omer Oshik being traded along with the first-round pick to clear cap space to sign Kyle Lowry to a max deal. Okay. Uh, I, I think that I think that I'm taking the sailboat emoji. I'm taking the sailboat and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to bring it out on the causeway because uh, not on the causeway bridge, but you know, uh, out on the causeway, like Pontchartrain, train, my literal sailboat while I'm typing out a sailboat emoji. Cause I need some time to reflect on this, Jake. I like Kyle Lowry, but a max deal, that's a lot of money. His age, but I too. like Kyle Lowry. His age, yeah, and and speaking of age, only older people really enjoy sailboats. So I'm really hitting it from all angles here, and yeah, I need some time to reflect. So sailboat emoji. What kind of boats do young people like? Speedboats, Jake. I guess that's obvious. Al Copeland branded speedboat. <laughs> Do you remember when the, they used to have the boat race in the Smoothie King Center? I guess it was then the New Orleans Arena, and they were all like Copeland's boats? Yeah, man. Growing up here, Al Copeland has the best boats. Uh, he's got the fastest boats. Al Copeland, Al Copeland will boat race you. You know, all the love to Al Copeland. I, I mean, there we go. There's got tons of good restaurants. Um, so moving on. The max, the Pel- you find out on Twitter the Pelicans make a max offer for restricted free agent Jonathan Simmons of the San Antonio Spurs, their point guard. A max offer? So somewhere probably like four years, $48 million. Maybe a little bit higher than that. I forget his exact max. Oh, my goodness. So I'm torn here. I kind of want to do the, uh, the stack of money with wings on it. Like the money is flying away. Um, uh, or maybe I'm thinking about an hourglass here because it just makes me think, think like time is ticking. Got to make some sort of decision here. I, I, I'm feeling like some sort of, I'm feeling pressure. I'm feeling, um, I'm feeling like, you know what? I, I'm just going to make my decision. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going with the hammer. I'm going to hammer emoji. Time to go to work. Oh, I like coming it. on board. decisive. Let's just go to work. Let's just go to work. I'm, 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 I'm staying positive here. We're going to work. Give me that hammer emoji. All right. I like it. Just getting down to business, getting into the gym and everything. A hammer. Okay. So I got a three-parter for you. And obviously, we're going to have to touch on this before. A few more after this. Um, the Pelicans re-signed Drew Holiday. That's it. No contract or anything like that. Just Pels re-signed Drew Holiday. Okay. Um, I am, let's see. You know, I'm going bullseye. I'm going bullseye emoji. I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, spot on. Yeah, this is what we want. Let's, this is what they get, should be doing. Drew, let's, let's get Drew back in here. Bullseye emoji. Bullseye. I like it. That was really good. You were pretty decisive on that. No wavering. <laughs> All right. Pelicans Thank re-signed you. Drew Holiday for a five-year max deal. So five years, like $180 million, let's say. Okay. Um you know what, Jake? I'm going to shock the world right now. I'm dropping another bullseye emoji. Oh, wow. You, I'm just doing nothing it. Nothing if not consistent. I'm just, I'm just doing it. I, I mean, I think I'm making a statement here. I'm making a statement that's like, let's, 
and like you know Drew, Drew Holiday, good good dude. Let's let's see what happens. Let, let's you know I I I'm, I almost want to say the the dice emoji. Like let's roll the dice on it. But I'm going to one step above that. I'm saying no, bullseye, bullseye. Yeah. We're calibrated. Let's do this thing. Okay. Oh, I like the calibration on there. Throwing that in, like we know this team knows what they're doing. It they're doing it. I, I like where you're going with this. Yeah. All right. And, and the last fun. part of this three part one: Hol- Pelicans re-sign Holiday, not for a max deal, and also sign his brother Justin Holiday to say the eight point four million dollar per year mid level exception. All right, so here we go. I'm gonna unleash. I'm gonna unleash not only the bullseye emoji again, but I'm also gonna tap that that gold trophy emoji a few times. I'm gonna tap the first place gold medal emoji, and I'm gonna bookend it with another bullseye. I'm, I'm having a trophy sandwich here on bullseye bread. Okay, that was good. So you like the idea of both holidays being here in New Orleans? I do. I I think that I, I, I you know, listen, paying attention to 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 my colleagues who are a little bit more numbers oriented than I am. I think people have some nice things to say about Justin Holiday. I'm also, you know, in, in the corner of in the corner of my Pelicans fandom and my you know what I what what what, what I care about when I think about. The idea of having a, a pair of brothers on the team, I think, I think is pretty sweet. And I think if it's, I, I, I'm just intrigued, and I like, I, I, I like us getting closer to having a team that we feel like this is going to be the team for X amount of time. I feel like uh, a lot of Louisiana sports fans are used to that in terms with teams like the Saints. You know, as it's the nature of football, you know, there's not a lot of movement when it comes to uh, to the players, not, or at least not nearly as much as in basketball. So I think the closer we can get to feeling like like this team is a family, I think the fan base will respond to that. And what better way to feel like a family than to literally have a family within, within the uh, organization. And uh, speaking of which, I want to throw one more thing inside my bullseye bread uh, gold trophy sandwich. I want to have the family emoji in there. I want to have the, the you know, the, 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 the way that Twitter does their emojis, or I should say that the Apple operating system does their emojis, it's a little bit tra- it's a little bit traditional and uh, stereotypical families, but like you know, mommy and daddy and and child, you know, I'm, I'm going to put that in there as well. I like it. The, the you're fostering this atmosphere through emoji use, I guess. Yeah, why not? All right, so moving on, and I know you've got your bit strapped for time here, so we're going to fire through some of these. Uh, C.J. Miles from the Pacers, he shot 42% from deep last year. Yeah, yeah, okay. So so, so what's the move here? We we are just we're signing him? Signing or? him, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, I, I'm doing I'm doing the um, – I'm doing the, the the devil horns, the hand devil horns, you know, like the like the rock and roll, the let's 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 do this thing. Like I'm pumped, let's go. Okay, so so you get excited about CJ Miles? I'm in. Like, look, I think it'd be a good I, move, actually. I, I I do too. I he's one of those players that I I made him a little bit biased on because um, he he's been he was fun to interact with when I sat behind him um, in the Smoothie King Center. I think he's he's just a he's a, he's a he's a sweet old man, and I think that he's he he's got shooting that that the Pelicans could could use for sure. Definitely an important thing, especially what they need. All right, I talked about this on 
yesterday's podcast, uh, you find out through Twitter, let's say it's Woj again here, breaking that the Pelicans are working on a trade to bring Ricky Rubio to New Orleans. Great. All right. I am doing, I'm doing the ghost emoji, ghost emoji with his tongue sticking out. Uh, this is because, this is because, um, I think, I think that the ghost emoji kind of represents Snapchat for a lot of people. And Snapchat is, is the app of choice for the youth of today. And I know Rookie Rubio is not, would not be injecting, uh, like actual youth into our lineup, but I do think that rookie Rubio's style of play maybe uh, maybe is a little more youthful than um, that than than we're used to in terms of his flashy passing and whatnot. And maybe just maybe it's a little bit of a reach, but maybe we can get a little bit of the ghost of Pistol Pete Maravich, uh, you know, in into into the New Orleans Pelicans locker room. Oh, that was good. So anytime you can get any type of Pistol Pete, even if it's a ghost helping the team out, I think that's definitely a good thing. There's got to be a sitcom in that somewhere. Yeah. Also, yeah, we, we need more Pistol Pete for sure. Oh, I think I, that... I want my Pistol Pete statue in front of the Swedish King Center. I've been saying that for a while, I just, and I actually wrote about it on BurmaSheetShots.com not too long ago. I want a Pistol Pete Maravich statue, y'all. Hey, if um, I'm not in favor of Rubio, but if he brings any level of Pistol Pete here, I think all of a sudden I'm starting to change my mind about it. All right, I got two more for you uh, before we let you go here, Chris. Uh, say you hear the Pelicans are working on a deal for backup point guard on the Warriors, James McAdoo, who brings some athleticism and decent shooting and also put up 36 in a game once this year. Ooh, okay. What am I doing? What am I doing there? Um, Sorry, not, I kind not, of I lied here. Not James McAdoo. I got the the Warriors guys to do. It's Ian Clark who's their shooting guard. That's who I was talking about. Got it. Okay. Um, I think I'm I think I'm doing the crystal ball emoji because because I want to know what you know that I don't know. You know, I want to know like is there is there is, is there a secret about this about this guy? Like, I know he I know he had a big game that you just mentioned. Uh, but is is that really a hint of the future of this of this guy? I'm going crystal ball emoji. I like it. You're trying to see because it's like a move that you know he's not a heralded player. Maybe it doesn't work out, but clearly there's something to see here. But we don't know what. I see where you're going with that. So for people who don't know, he's a career 36.4 percent shooter from deep, shot 37.4 percent last year, averaged only about seven points per game. But that was just in 15 minutes. So his per 36. Minute numbers is 16.7 points per game, uh, and he makes his threes really well. So I think that could be useful in a guy who's cheap enough to try and get there. So finally, the last one I want to ask you about, and this is one I go back and forth on, and I'm like kind of talking myself into the Pelicans maybe somehow trading or signing him. You hear on Twitter that Rajon Rondo is headed to the Crescent City to play for the Pelicans. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's see. Let's see here. Um, oh man. Well, there's a part of me that wants to do that wants to do the the lipstick emoji. This is because there is a lady that sometimes sits next to me in my seat right behind the visitors bench in the Swedish Center, who is obsessed with Rajon Rondo. She loves him so much. She show she shows me pictures of him on her phone every chance she gets. 
She's texted me. We've exchanged numbers about trading tickets. She, she texts me, asks me for my Rajon Rondo tickets every time he's in town because um, she just wants to bring her and all of her friends to come and watch Rajon Rondo. So I want to do the lipstick emoji because he makes me think about her. And you know what? I'm going to stick with it. I'm going lip, I'm going weird in this one. I'm going lipstick emoji for Rajon Rondo. I can say that's not where I thought you were going to go at all, but I like it. Lipstick emoji for Rajon Rondo. Would you tell him that to his face that you used a lipstick emoji when talking about him? I would, because also Rajon Rondo sounds like a lipstick flavor. <laughs> or, co- or color. Is it color or flavor? Are they, they go by colors or flavors. I don't know. I, I guess both, depending on if it's got a flavor or not. All right. Well, it's Rajon flavored and Rondo colored. That, that works. Uh, Chris, thanks so much for coming on, helping us with our emoji game. Like the Pelicans Twitter account kind of dared me to do this. So I have to stick it to them a little bit. And I didn't think there would be anyone better than bringing you on. Uh, let everyone know what's going on with your theater this coming uh, weekend and what's going to be up over there in the future. Yeah, absolutely. So I run the New Movement, a comedy theater over on uh, St. Claude Avenue in the Marigny. And this Friday at 10.30 p.m., I'm actually recording my debut comedy album. It's called Introducing Chris True. So if you've never been to my theater before, if you've never seen me do a show, this Friday at 10.30 is a very good time to come and check that out. And if you don't live in the New Orleans area, then I just – ask you to uh, go see a comedy show wherever you live. Go support your local comedy scene and maybe head over to pelicans.com to go and watch some of the videos that we have been doing because it's been a ton of fun and a huge shout out to the Pelicans uh, video crew and social media crew. And we have some very exciting things in store uh, for later on down the line. Yeah, I mean, I've got to say, I wholeheartedly recommend going there. So one, I'm going to be moving to the Bywater area very soon. So I'm going to actually be even closer to the theater than where I live now. So I'm excited. And people who don't know, Chris and I have birthdays, back-to-back days on the 17th and 18th. Uh, and I was there for your birthday show at the theater uh, back in March. And it's a lot of fun to be over there. So I definitely recommend anyone who hasn't checked it out, definitely get to the Movement Theater on St. Claude. Yeah, please do. So this Friday, 10.30 p.m., record my album. Come check it out. All right, Chris, thanks for coming on the show with me today. Oh, hey, one more plug. One more plug. Hey, I'm going to do it so you don't have to do it, Jake. Y'all should rate and review this podcast. Follow this podcast on Twitter and go and tell iTunes. It takes like two minutes. Go and do it right now. I've got to say, people have been doing it, and I've noticed, and I want to thank everyone for doing it. It really takes like two seconds. There's no reason not to. Agreed. All right, Chris. Thanks again. I'll have you on soon. Thanks, buddy. Take it easy, y'all. So not quite a full-on free agency preview, but that should give you an idea of some of the names I think the Pelicans will be looking at, will be targeting, and some that I think could be a very good fit here in New Orleans. Tomorrow, in Friday's edition of Locked On Pelicans, certainly going to be diving in. Not quite too deep into those names, but certainly a little bit deeper. I'm going to give you guys kind of a rundown of names at every position I think the Pels will be looking at and kind of ranking them for you in a few of their different skill sets uh, to see where they'd be a good fit, where 
why they'd be a good fit here in New Orleans. So it should be a lot of fun. Get you set for the weekend. Saturday, obviously, July 1st is the moratorium period where you're going to hear of meetings and people talking and deals already being agreed to. So we want to make sure everyone is ready for that because there's going to be a flurry of activity. And then on Monday, of course, I'm going to recap everything for you that went down over the weekend. And hopefully the Pels will have made a splash and some things to improve the team. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. Thanks to my guest, Chris True, for coming on. Definitely check out his theater, The New Movement, 1030. He said recording the live comedy album here in New Orleans in St. Claude, on St. Claude in the Marigny. I'm going to try and make it. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, always a good time at Chris's theater, I'll be honest there. I like going, uh, checking it out during the week, even on the weekends as well. Uh, thanks to SeatGeek for being the sponsor of this edition of Locked On Pelicans. And I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter and I'll be back with you all tomorrow to get you set for free agency. 